Suarez Life 2020 podcast episode six. Uh, Will Evans here with Brad Larkin. Uh, Brad, we've still got a comp, still got our boys over in Australia, and still rolling. Yeah, yeah, we have. It's it's quite out of it, isn't it? Is it? It's sort of it's put a bit of excitement into this season, I reckon. It has. All of a sudden, it's especially been... the talk of loan players, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, it's. But I, I can't can't remember. And obviously, we're pretty immersed in the NRL season whenever it's on, but. You know, just constantly waiting for news and updates, and um, you know the the next part of the cycle is changing so quickly. It's um, it is exciting. It's yeah, a I, bit nerve wracking, but the, if the competition can carry on, this could be one of the most exciting years of football. Yeah, uh, certainly the most. If unique. they can keep it. Yeah. Uh, Do you know yeah. who we've got to thank for that? Who. That dude, early one morning in the Wuhan province, in December, way back in December, decided to French kiss a fish, and now we've got this virus, and all of a sudden he's he's inadvertently put some excitement into an otherwise dour Warriors season. Yeah, well, maybe I don't quite know if they'll be, you know, naming a, a player of the year award or anything after him, but uh, yeah, it might be around in yeah. a special jersey. <laughs> It's uh, certainly created a bizarre and um, and it is an exciting situation. Just making the best of it. I know a lot of people are saying bring the boys home and and all that sort of thing. But we'll we'll touch on that and why we think that they should stay over there. But um, so I put the the call out for for questions for our mailbag. Thought we'd dust off the mailbag for the first time in a long time. Um, and the response was pretty overwhelming. So. May as well just let the mailbag guide us through the episode. What do you think? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Well, we'll start off with uh, with Deutz Benian. I think he actually won the uh, the copy of the Warriors Twenty Five book that we gave away around Christmas. So I hope he's enjoyed that. Um, Did he? Yeah, but he's also asked: Should the NRL cancel or postpone the season due to the coronavirus drama? Well, I think it's pretty abundantly clear that they can't financially and um, if they can keep going in a sort of safe uh, safe way keep everyone healthy or you know not putting anyone at risk um, necessarily um, they should carry on yeah the game Bro, roll it until they tell they're not allowed to yeah and I totally get the um, you know how difficult it is for for everyone involved but it's pretty difficult for your average Joe out there these days, so yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I let go, let it go, and I think this proves a point that for uh, rugby league is a minority sport, and the players are getting paid too much these days if they can't survive, if the NRL hasn't got a bit of kitty put away to survive a season. Yeah, and if they run broke, it's it, out of it. You know, we are. I guess it's almost it seems a bit hand to mouth. I guess that something like this could uh, threaten the survival of the competition and the game in general. But that's the situation that we're in. Um, and if we've got nothing to to put out there and, and get paid for, then no one gets paid, and that's the blunt reality of it. Um, yeah, that's it's sort of turned a little bit. I guess with the Warriors, it, it seems like they've been given the hard word to a certain extent from uh, the owner Mark Robinson and and Cameron George I'm sure is a bit more subtle about it but um, you know mm. the boys you got to 
we're going to have to keep a team over here because the club's survival depends on it, and so does uh, your salaries. Uh, yeah, and I reckon that's exciting that this, if this doesn't unite a team, or if we get these loan potential loan players, whoever they may be, it's just it's got it's so exciting all of a sudden. We we were thinking, oh, oh they might win a few, da da da, two weeks ago, and. All of a sudden, because of this crazy thing that's going on around the world, this pandemic, all of a sudden we've got something to actually keep an eye on the news about the Warriors about. Yeah, we've certainly never been in the the uh, general sports news cycles as often as we have been over the past week. Um, certainly a tough situation for them and not being able to see their families and that sort of thing. Um, and But I think if anyone, you know, we've got those dispensations to get loan players if anyone really is struggling or they've got a certain situation at home where their family's really struggling with this, then let them go home. Um, yeah. Obviously. I don't mind. If, the, uh, if the, anyone's got kids, if there's any parents over there, if there's a father over there, I do not begrudge them at all and say, nah, my kids, my wife are first and foremost. I, do, I wouldn't begrudge anyone coming home. A, a father's place is to look after family first and foremost so if they would decide to come home there's no way i'd hold any ill feeling towards that sort of person um 100 but also it is the situation that the club and the game finds itself in and i guess a lot of them have to kind of confront the financial realities of that i'm, guess, I'm guessing for quite a few it's just not an option to come home under those circumstances yeah. and it's you know there's uh, any number of new zealanders that are in the army or um you know, any of the, the Navy or anything like that that are away for months at a time. You know, it's uh, unplanned and different set of circumstances, but it's also unprecedented uh, time in world's yeah. history. So, you know, to a certain extent, yeah, they've got to suck it up a little bit. Everyone's doing it like a bit I, tough. Like, I'm just thinking, if, if Jared or um, Lachlan or Isaiah Papali, <laughs> if they need to come home... <laughs> And we need to get some but players in their place. Anyway. By all means, boys, by all means, boys, come home. <laughs> and um, it's—I guess—it was an indication of, of where the club is heading. Um, sending over the cavalry, Ignatius Parsi, um, Jace Tavanga, and why well, can't I think of the guys' names that have gone over? Jared Beal's another one. Jared Beal, Josh Curran gone over. Uh, Josh Curran, yeah. So the injured crew—they've headed over. Um, be undergoing their self-isolation for a couple of weeks before they can join the squad so how awesome is this man how yeah. awesome is it they're at war they're in another country trying to win something they're at war this is awesome yeah it's... i know the whole what's caused it's not awesome that's not what i'm talking about at all but imagine just being in this time of need they need to get over there and play for this club it, yeah surely it um is hopefully it is galvanizing the team into, yeah. into being able to produce something special. Um, they're in Kingscliff, which is a very, very nice part of the world, I can say from experience. So it's not like they're, you know, holed up at the Mosgiel Motor Inn or anything like that. <laughs> they're at Pe- Pepper's Resort on right on the beach in Kingscliff. So they've, they've had a pretty decent week under the circumstances. Yeah. No, that's sweet. So is that old mate's question and answer? Yeah, I think so. I think it shows where we stand on it. Feel um you know, obviously feel for their circumstances, but it's circumstances pretty much everyone in the game in one way or another is feeling, and, um, yeah. 
I just wanted to touch on because I was absolutely gobsmacked by his comments. Uh, Adam, Adam Fanua Blake wasn't much better a couple of days earlier, but Joey Leilua, with all this time to think about it and contemplate the actual realities of the situation, says yesterday, I better not be taking a cup. <laughs> there's players. I don't get it. It's like these guys, what I don't get, these guys have been on hundreds of thousands for years and years now. Surely they've got a little bit put aside. Yeah, Joey Leilua says, I've got a mortgage to pay. He's on $600,000 a year, reportedly. Yeah. As if anyone's going to feel any sympathy for him, especially because he's, you know, flat point blank refusing to take a, a cut, which is not his choice anyway, um, when he's you know, potentially not going to be playing. What a moron. Um, Cry me a river, Joey. Cry me a river. And, you know, someone like Cameron Smith, you can respect his opinion because he puts it intelligently forward. Um, and some players, they look stupid when they're out on the field, and but they're probably a decent, intelligent human being. Joey Leilua's, um he's got the double there. He's clearly yeah. about, <laughs> about as double. stupid as he looks when he's uh, losing the Raiders a grand final. Yeah. No, come on, Joey. Yeah. You're an idiot. Unbelievable. You're an idiot. Um, and, you know, considering what, you know, tens of thousands of people are losing their jobs. What's he paying a mortgage on? What does he own? <laughs> yeah. He's getting 600 k Yeah, surely that would pay it off in two years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, P bloody diddy, old Joey. <laughs> no lure. Um, so we'll just roll through these uh, questions. Uh, uh, Matt Rainan's asked, does... Is Brad yet to clean up his house after his 40th? Um, I, I, I did reply. Um, oh, you did? 40th, I got rid of the last of the bottles. I haven't got rid of them. They now fit after four weeks. The last of them fit in the recycling bin. Two recycling bins. So that's four weeks. Oh, two recycling bins full of bottles. So we've done all right. We've yeah. done all right, kids. Yes, yeah, it was a good effort, all right. Good shindig there. Jesus, I was full. I got so full. <laughs> Jesus, yeah, I was same. full. Uh, but no harm done. It was just a good, uh, wholesome party. Yeah, just a good, apart from Maddie's shoes, Maddie, uh, yeah, Maddie got pissed on, didn't uh, he? Yeah, that, <laughs> well, that was unfortunate, but... Yeah. yeah. Anywho, who's, um, so Matt, that's Matt's question. Yeah, done. Um, Simon Maul has asked, uh, when will Adam Tuamavavi Gerard get a run in first grade? We need more players capable of bending the line, offloading... Be keen to see him get a chance. Yeah, I'm pretty keen too. I think his chance was destined to come. If he's with the squad, so you think everyone there is going to get a run at some point, um, given the circumstances. And he's maybe a little bit unlucky to miss out on the 17. Good aggressive player that can produce a bit yeah. of second phase. One of the one of the highlights of the trial games, wasn't he? Mm. he um, he yeah, I, I like that he's now. In the what is it the match day? What's that? What's that team? The game day they have it twenty one, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And then they cut it. Yeah. So um, his face has appeared or his name's appeared in this twenty one all of a sudden this week, and he's not far that off. That coupled with nah, I reckon he's he's there or thereabouts. If if um, poor old Lockie Burr has a another battle at the front this week, I I wouldn't be surprised if I see him in the seventeen next week. Yeah, well, we need some size up there. That is for sure. So. Simon. He's mobile too. Yeah, he is. And yeah, but laid on that try for Hayes Perham in the first trial against Melbourne. So, um, Simon, we're keen for ATG as well. 
Couldn't agree more, Sunshine. Uh, the question that everyone's excited about, and I know you are, Brad. Uh, Duello Jules um, he wants to know who would... Yeah, that's a mouthful, who, isn't it? Uh, I wouldn't mind getting that phonetically. Yeah. Um, anyway, he's a long-time Duello supporter of the page. Who would you like for us to get or potentially see on the list of loan players? Well, just taking it off the Heralds, um, they've put together... It's a good article, this, actually, but uh, they've put together a, um unsigned 13. So I think there's the opportunity, maybe, to get players that are contracted to... to um, to other clubs um, that are sort of on the fringes. Um, our buddy Rob Anderson suggested Jordan Kahu. Guys that aren't getting a run in, in first grade, and obviously they're not, if they're not getting a run in first grade, they're not playing footy because Queensland Cup, New South Wales Cup is on yeah. hold. So there's actually the, the possibility of players like that coming into the mix, I guess, if they do want guys to get a bit of game time because they could be playing going months without any, any footy at all. So... That's a potential, yeah, and that's a, that's a good call from Rob, but the only problem with Kahu, we've actually got those positions covered. One, an outside bet that I'd sort of go with would be um, would be Josh Hoffman into a centre position. Yeah, so we've got, got this um, unsigned 13 here, which would, I guess this would be the, the first cabs off the rank that we'll be looking to. They're, they're with, you know, Queensland Cup clubs and that sort of thing, but they're not attached to an NRL club. Josh Hoffman, we've, we were pushing his boat to get signed anyway in the off-season. Uh, to mm. get picked up by anyone. Um, yeah, Kiwi International, he's 32, played almost 200 NRL games. Still was going pretty good, I thought. when he, he, He's still got some spark to him, man. Yeah, he, um, he was at Parramatta for three seasons. More, more the fact that they are stacked in the outside backs that he couldn't get a run. Um, there just wasn't a spot for him. When he did play, he was good. And, um, just looking at his stats now, 18 first-grade games over the last two seasons, 11 tries. Versatile, play wing or centre, full-back if needed, but probably, well, I guess with uh, Peter Hicku heading back home, we it wouldn't hurt to have someone that can... Um, Play fullback, and he's a Kiwi boy, Kiwi international. Yeah, test, exactly. So. Oh, I'd I'd happily have him. I'd yeah. happily have him, even if this wasn't going on. I'd love him to be the other centre with Hiku Fuss and Mamalo outside them, and then we yeah. just need to find a half. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's looking a bit, bit more stable out there. Obviously, um, we've got Adam Karen playing centre this week with um with Hiku and Patrick Herbert going home, and Adam Pompey, who, you know. Good that he's over he there. Obviously, and, he's obviously a hard trainer yeah, on Pompeii. Eh? He's obviously a great model citizen, great uh, attitude and that sort of thing. Because yeah, because Milne's not even in the match day squad. No, well, Milne's got an ACL injury he picked up in New oh. South Wales Cup, so his season's done. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. He's uh, really unlucky because he probably would have been the first one picked to go into the back line. Um, yeah, unlucky. That's a bugger. Um, I'm just looking at this unsigned 13. I quite like, I've always quite liked um, David Bowen from the Cowboys. Have you? Yeah, because yeah. I've always semi-ignored. I've seen a bit of him. Yeah. I, I don't know a lot of him. So he's always sort don't. of a bit fringy. Um, you know, never, we didn't play in, well, he came in on, in 2016, he always seemed to be the first one picked if any of their regulars were out. Um, in the outside backs, he's played 36 games over the last four seasons for the Cowboys. 
Is um, he the tall, sort of real upright runner? Not tall, no. sorry, but real upright runner with a bit of a mullety, curly mutt. No, uh, he's sort of longish here. You're not thinking of Justin O'Neill, though, are you? He, he is nah. a real upright nah. slug. Um, yeah, anyway, I, I wouldn't mind. Is he sharp, is he? Well, he's, he's decent. I think he's better than what a couple that we've picked this weekend. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. Moving on, I don't think, given the players that we do have there, they're going to bother too much about um, halves and hookers, which is probably no. a bit unfortunate for guys like Farmanu Brown, big fan of him, Christchurch player. Yeah, even Jai Field. Yeah, live wire. Yeah, Jai Field could be a nice little fill-in replacement for Blake Green. Michael Leisher was the first one to come out and say, I'd... I'd consider going and playing for the Warriors. Um, honestly, after Wade Egan's club debut, I'd, I'd just as happily have Leisha there. Egan offered nothing. Yeah, uh, so would I. I know a lot of people, a lot of people begged for old Michael Leisha. Yeah. It's like he's got some sort of crack addiction there, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll play your hooker, man. I'll play your hooker, man. I'll suck your dick, man. <laughs> Poor old Mickey Leisha's yeah. just need to fix. He's... Um, yeah, but he was solid enough. He's a sort of bigger. He's not a stock. terrible player. Yeah, just at all. yeah. But I mean, you know, we'd ideally want someone better at hooker, and both of us have said we'd prefer a, a Nicarima Lawton uh, rotation. We've given up on Egan pretty easily. That's probably Egan, a bit harsh, yeah, well, but, but he just least, needs to run least, it a bit. Leisha would at least double Egan's run meters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wade Egan three runs for two meters on the weekend, yeah. or two runs oh. for three. That, He's just got to get our dummy half this week. There's no two ways about it. When we're nah. our pack is struggling as it is, we need someone to. And I know it's harder when your pack's not uh, getting any sort of dominance, but he's got to, um, you know, change got it a up a little try. bit. Yeah. For us, everyone will start climbing on him. You, and you, that will be the end of him. If he fails at the Warriors, that's you failed in the NRL. Yeah. Um, you sound like you're unwrapping a Werther's original or something. Yeah, Brad, have you got some sort of Did I? boiled lolly situation going on there? Or? <laughs> no, I don't know what happened there. Just keep it no, down. No, I, um, I haven't moved. Okay. Um, Lloyd Parrott, that's, there's another question on the uh, in the mailbag there, actually, about uh, what we thought about Lloyd Parrott and the potential of him being there. He's in the under- yeah, I'm, he's, he is good, but is that... Is that the is he the same as the four props we've got already? I think he's a bit bigger. Um, yeah, he's got. This, how mobile is he? Yeah, he's. Does he bend a lot? Well, I, I thought he was pretty good when he yeah. seemed to be getting a bit of traction at Manly and then fell out of favour last year. Uh, only three games last year for the Seagulls, but they are pretty stacked as far as middle forwards go. Um, he's, he's, he's played fifty-five first-grade games now. Uh, played a lot of Queensland Cup. Um, he's one that surprised me that's unsigned yeah yeah I assumed he was like too like I'm not having a dig at him but I just don't know if he yeah he, yeah I'd probably yeah I don't know I'd probably go is it George Fye down on that list yeah. as well so, I'd probably more go for that more explosive type yeah take. probably uh, a bit more mobile probably not quite as reliable but might offer a bit more Lloyd Perry 115 kilos that's the kind of guy we need when we're playing Lachlan Burr would he must be 95 kilos. He looks yeah, tiny true. out there. Um, true. Yeah. But anyway, he's certainly an option. Um, and another one, which another guy I can't believe hasn't got a contract, 
Only 28. Premiership winner, um, Kyle Turner. Yeah. He's, so versatile, too. Yeah, it's not yeah, a one-trick pony. Peter Nunn is a second row, but has played quite a lot of centre for Souths. I would put him at centre ahead of Adam Karen, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I would this, t- this time next week, I reckon we're going to know a lot more about mm. what it, is actually happening. Seeing an interview with Peter O'Sullivan, he did indicate that... that certainly in the works they're obviously talking to players and getting all that sorted and um and i guess everything that they need to do around that um, oh, this is i just can't stress it this is a dream for the dude like me that loves the underdog yeah it's a this pretty is... it could be a pretty amazing story it'd be deflating if we come out next uh, on saturday get hammered by 50 points but if we can somehow... And bloody Lachlan Berg gets coronavirus and shuts down the whole league. <laughs> oh, man, that, that's worst case. Um, <laughs> but if we can put up a good fight or even, you know, win the game, imagine what a chapter in the club's history that would yeah. represent. Um, yeah, moving on. It, give you another book as well. Yeah, I know. Well, it would have been, uh, yeah, should have done twenty the first 26 years because uh, the 25th year <laughs> was a bit of a dud. Didn't help sales at all. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you're bored, if you're self-isolated and um, and needing something to do, go or a copy of the book off um, thisworrierslife.com and I'll send you oh, maybe a... Maybe I uh, could record it. Maybe I could record me reading it as an audio oh, book. that's not a bad idea. Um, that's a good... Sh- Where are we up to on the uh, questions? On the mailbag. Tracy Larkin, wife of our My co-host here. What year will the Warriors win their next game? 2021? 2022? Has she been a smartass? Or do you think oh, it's, it's a legitimate nah, question? Follow up that bit. I'll be that chick. <laughs> <laughs> follow up. Uh, yeah, don't worry. I've, I've, we've discussed that. We've discussed, when will they win? Yeah, that's that's a point. There is uh, Surely they'll get a couple of wins up, even if they have to stay over there. If you had to take... Depend, if... With the state the Warriors team is now, the squad, the coaching, the da da da. If you had to pick a year out now where you thought it would be possible for the Warriors to win, what year would that be? And does the season run to completion? This one runs. Yeah. But I'm yeah. talking about years after the season as well. Yeah. Yeah. When the, when they'll win their next game. I think they'll win some the games next this cop. year. Oh, no, no. She, she asked when they'll win their next game. Oh, is that what she asked? Yeah. Sorry. Cheeky. What yeah. That is horrendous. 2022. Did you want me to pause it while you go and have a couple of words? Um, No, you worry, mate. I've sorted this out. Um, No, I think they'll win a few games this year. I think there'll be a a bit of a a swing where the Warriors will get used to the situation as as long as it does keep going like this. And other teams... Fade off a bit. The other teams will find it more difficult to adjust. And the Warriors might be able to get the jump on a few teams. Um, they might sort of find their groove a bit while the other teams are adjusting to, you know, the, the isolate, self-isolation measures, which are just sort of coming into effect uh, this week for other teams. The What's our next four games? Um, I'll just ring up How the... How quick can you roll that up? And then Canberra, they're going to struggle this weekend, aren't they? Well, on last week's form and given everything yeah. that's happened, it's a big ask. You'd have to think it's it would have to be one of those, um, 
miraculous galvanizing wins but they, they have happened in the warriors history beat the dragons after the um after the red bull and sleeping pill fiasco they <laughs> they were <laughs> sucks an oxymoron do you want to stay up or do you want to go to bed yeah well maybe we should give it red a try don't knock it till pill. you try it anyway the and they were sensational against the storm with several of their top liners out in, in, in terrible form last year we should have won beaten them on anzac day so warriors do have form at, at uh pulling out a backs to the wall performance so we'll see how they go but warriors next four games so after this weekend we go to brookvale and play manly who knows where any of these games are actually going to be anything could change but as it stands now next week uh manly brookvale then we play the tigers meant to be a home game so that possibly back on the Gold Coast, Coast could be um, and then after that Dragons beatable down in it's meant to be in uh, Wollongong so could pick up a couple of ones in these next yeah, games if they can if, if they can just sort of yeah just find their bearings over there and it's not too uh, I think it's, it's obviously form needs to improve last week was atrocious but I think it's mentally where they're probably really going to battle uh, just to get get on the same level as any other team that's going around the comp, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So and I'll, I'll have a yard to trace when we finish yeah, up good, recording good, this. Good, 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 good. Um, Who else is on here? Now, some of these we might have to roll over into next week because they're a little bit too, uh, too sort of general or... Um, so apologies if we don't get them to the, the swing. Oh, Garrick McDonald, though, we've got to, we've got to give the West Coast boy a, um, some airtime. So, uh, Garrick, supporter. Garrick's asked, uh, when are you going to hire Swampy to be your roving cameraman? Um, Do you know what this alludes to? <laughs> no. <laughs> Last weekend, <laughs> this is a, here's a little quick tales of a nugget. Let's just slip in a quick tales okay. of a nugget. Swampy's got this son called Mac. And he's quite, even Swampy was fast. Swampy's son's lightning. He's like eight or nine. And it was at the South Island Champs, I think it is, 100-metre final. And Swampy was in the crowd recording. He posted it on social media the other, uh, the other day. And he's meant to be filming this race, but he's obviously trying to watch at the same time. So the whole race, there's no one in the screen. It's just an empty track. He's about five metres ahead of the race the whole way to the end. So that's what that's alluding to is uh, the fact okay, that okay. Swampy Inside is joke. a shit house cameraman. Um, well, surely. But in saying that, we're shit house podcasters. So yeah. Probably fit in. Yeah. We wouldn't even notice any anything's wrong. If you think this is accept, <laughs> if you think this podcast is acceptable standard, then his uh, camera work's probably going to be okay for you. By all means, there's plenty of room for Swamp. Um, this is something I've seen pop up, and I don't want to alienate anyone here um judge chapman's asked thoughts on member refunds will we get a refund or will it be a credit for season 2021 or a big fat zero lol um i think anyone that wants a refund will definitely get one i think that's no brainer um should you apply for one maybe you should think about helping a club in need certainly anyone that you know a lot of people that this is their big expenditure for the year and they're not getting anything out of it that's um mm-hmm. so yeah more than more than within their rights to to ask for yeah. the refund but i know a lot of clubs a lot of fans across the game are 
you know, just sewn caper. It's leaving it in there. The money's yeah. already spent. Obviously, you'd get that. I'm sure you would be able to just roll it over into season 2021. And um, and if you don't, if you do want the refund, I wonder if you're going to be sending your lanyard and your key ring and your and your um $25 hat back yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, that's a, it's a it's a definite grey area. I think. I think yeah. If they leave it in there and then subsidise those people that left it in there. But again, if if there's people out there that that's, this is actually their big family purchase for oh, the totally. year. Um, but again, you yeah. can't begrudge it. I think my beef is with people screaming out for refunds already where they're, you know, I, I, I'm guessing most of the staff have a fair bit on their plate at the moment. So just... Uh, Hold tight. Well, how's at the top of anyone's list? Yeah. Everyone in this country should have a bit on their plate. Or in both Australia and New Zealand. Yeah. Everyone should have a bit on their plate at the moment. Yeah. They should be yeah. looking after themselves. And if your priority is to work out how to get you, how much is it? $125? Yeah, I guess it depends on the... If your priority is get you, or whatever package you got, you go into the Mad Butcher's Lounge once a year. <laughs> Who knows? But um, yeah, I don't know. If that's your priority at the moment... With everything the club again, is trying to deal with, but yeah, eventually, if you want yeah. a refund, I'm ninety nine percent sure you'll get it paid back in full. So, um, I guess how about hoping your team gets on the field this weekend to play a game over there? Yeah, yeah. Um, what else have we got? Probably time for a one or two more, maybe. We've got. I'm going to give um, yeah. Dwayne Townley uh, some air time. Dwayne has been very busy yeah. on the comment threads in TWL today. He's got some wild theories, but I, first of all, just preface this by saying I admire the strength of his convictions because he's very passionate about it, but it does sound like someone who's been in self-isolation for about 18 months already. Um, anyway, I'm not going to delve into that. You can, if you're that uh, intrigued, you can go and find them So, um, in one of the recent posts from the last couple of days. Um, centres around refereeing and and the widespread effects of the refereeing bias against the Warriors. Interesting stuff. But his question for the podcast is, is Daryl Halligan's commentating an organic cure for insomnia, or is the twit in the commentary box with him actually watching the game through binoculars he's holding the wrong way around? Coming in hot for Daryl Halligan and Glenn Lama. Um, I I was reading through that while you were introducing this dude, and... When was the last time you heard the word twit thrown out there? Yeah, it's something that your grandma would say. <laughs> Good gravy. Mm. Um, yeah, um, yeah, Halligan, is, the... he's gone downhill. There was a there was a patch there where I thought maybe he wasn't the worst commentator of all time, but he is, yeah. <laughs> if, no, I can't believe they shocking. would, I can't believe they would fly him from Australia every fortnight to commentate Warriors home games. Um, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, I'm not going to sing the boot All of a sudden, Jason Costigan... What's that? I was just going to say, I'm not going to sink the boot into Glenn Lama. I think he goes okay. Just to... Glenn... Run Glenn is... He, yeah, he's pretty good with what he's got. Yeah, I think he does okay. Um, he's the caller that Howligan <laughs> should be the dude sitting on his shoulder. Yeah. Giving a bit of relief in that. But what can Lama do when you got that? You don't yeah. want to chuck him anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm sure. I, I think they need to get they need to get uh, Monty Beatham in the box. He's easily the best ex player that's on the Sky panel. Speaking of the Sky panel, how good was it to see someone other than Stephen McIver 
um, anchoring the coverage. Oh, yeah. I hope that's a permanent thing. Goran Paladin, he, know, he knows his stuff. Listened to Radio Sport for a few years like I have. He used to be on the afternoon show. And he's a, he's a through-and-through league supporter, and it's quite good to have someone that actually knows the game they're talking about introducing it. And he was just slick. I mean, some of the baffling stuff that McIver used to come up with, his weird turns of phrase, um, it's amazing that he has been, has still been front in the coverage. And... I'm not quite sure what the circumstances were that he weren't, wasn't there last Saturday, but long may it continue. Mate, I'm, during the summer months, I'm a motorsport fan, and oh, he is no. in the thick of the motorsport commentary now. How does he go on and, that? Yeah, oh, horrendous. Horrendous. <laughs> he doesn't know anything about a car. Nothing about a car. And he's there trying to talk about gearboxes, and it is embarrassing. So, yeah, that's where they're hiding him, over in the motorsport area now. I got interviewed by Stephen McIver for for the book, and I don't want to slag him off too much because, you know, nice of him to have me on to promote the book. But it was honestly like, it was like being on the coverage with him. On the, He talks exactly the same way, or asks really weird questions, says things in a really odd way. It was, um, yeah, it was one of the weirdest He loves a bit of talk laughing, eh? Mm. Yeah, but, the old talk laugh. So we've got Will Evans yeah. here from 25 years of Warriors history. Yeah. He loves a talk laugh. First question was uh, why kind of having a little um, playful dig about me not um, interviewing him for the book. And he just kept going on about it. It was the first question. And I just felt like saying, <laughs> fuck up, McIver. Talk about the book. This isn't about yeah. you. You um, didn't interview him because he knows nothing about rugby yeah, league. Yeah, I felt like saying you've had more than enough of your time over the last 25 years. You're probably last on the list. Anyway, um, I think that... Did we answer that question? Yeah, I think, I think so, yeah. Um, yeah is is pretty ordinary. Um, but <laughs> we've got a little bit of time for Glen Lama. Glenn Lama I mean, yep, and Goran Palagin fronting the league as far as in New Zealand now. I have to, oh, you'd have to think there is someone better out there. But when it, you know, when it's Dale Husband uh, who gets a call up of Glenn Lama's unavailable, then you know the the cupboard's obviously still fairly bare. So you know, I'm happy for Lama to. Continue. Oh, I think Glenn does it right. He just needs a wingman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what his you know league following background is. So you know if he's if he's not a lifelong league fan, he actually does okay. I think. Um, yeah, I think we'll close off the mailbag now. Close off. Mm. Um, Sweet, righto. What are we What are we into well, next? I think we'd better punch on straight into the the round preview. Don't you think? Yeah, let's get through this one, eh? Okay. Game tonight probably doesn't matter because no one's going to hear it before kickoff. So Bulldogs Cowboys. What do you think? Bulldogs. Yeah, I think they can do it. Yeah, they, I thought yeah. they were gutsy last week. Oh, I, actually, that actually reminds me. I've still got to do my picks for the TWL Ooh. fantasy tipping yeah. comp. People uh, out there, if you're not logged in, you're a week behind, but you probably still catch up. Yeah. Um, we'll, maybe we'll have a look at the leaderboard just before we go. But, yeah, Bulldog, I'm willing to back the Bulldogs here. Cowboys have to... I think they were flying down on the day of the game just because of everything that's happening. So that's obviously a disadvantage. We're okay against the Broncos last week, but yeah, I'd really like the... They're okay, but Broncos are way better. 
Yeah, uh, Bulldogs were pretty gutsy. And if they can Bulldogs bring, all round. Yeah, Bulldogs can bring that defensive effort. They might do it. Uh, first game on Friday. Oh, this is this is not the this is our prime uh, time slot. It's not the greatest game. St George Illawarra against Penrith. Two teams that neither of us are particularly fond of. Um, Dragons just absolutely butchered it against the Tigers. So many tries went big, and Panthers great comeback win over the Roosters. So yeah, I think that the um, Panthers actually. Yeah. Side outsiders. Oh, no, they're yeah, dollar sixty-one favourites, and they should take that one, I think. They, there's a lot to like about that win for a round one win. Yeah, I'm going to go. I can't see St. George. They were pretty blur. Yeah. yeah they've, Brad they've, and Will, both picking Penrith. Yeah, done. Done. Second yeah. game. Uh, Broncos, Rabbitohs, grudge match. Seabold versus Bennett. Um, yeah. Interesting one, this. I'm willing to back. The Rabbitohs. Yeah, both teams played well first round. Yeah, it was, um, it was the Cowboys' occasion last Friday and the Broncos really gate-crashed it. Still obviously working out their combinations with the new so looks going, but You're going Rabbits? Yeah, I'm going Rabbits here. I'm going Broncos. I'm okay. all of a sudden. That Fafita is one of the most exciting players getting around the comp. He is in all that talk last year about Payne Haas. This Fafita's... Got a shit all over well, him this year. I'm going Bronx. If we had Payne Haas and David Fafita, the Warriors would be a title contender, I think. That's just how much oh, they could so transform good. the team. Um, how was that step, though, that he put on yeah, about 30 metres out? I know. Stepped the fullback and then pinned it. Imagine uh, we're, we're just wanting our back rowers to rack up 70 running metres in a game. Oh. Fafita scoring 70 metre tries. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think the Rabbitohs. Halves hook a bit, uh, got a bit more going on, and they'll win that one. Tevita Pango so we... got another suspension too, so it's a blow. Yeah, he's an idiot, isn't he? Oh man, that was a shocker too. He had a big game yeah. after that, but yeah. Is that the new Josh McGuire? I think yeah, I think so. Um, Warriors Raiders is the first game of Super Saturday. JD Evans Shield match. Yep, putting the shield up despite being. Uh, Perpetually on the road for now. Um, yeah. I'd... What do you do? Now, pick this one. I want you to pick this as for the tipping, footy tips, as opposed to heart. What are you going to be locking oh, in for your footy tip this week? If there's prize money on offer and I'm this is, you know, a game where I need the point, you're definitely going the Raiders here. There's no question yeah. about it. But I'll be cheering for the Warriors as hard as I ever have just because of the circumstances and what this game probably means to these guys in the club um, could actually yeah could actually get a bit emotional I think I'll be I'll be happy if this game's exciting and as long as if it's exciting and we're within 10 points if they give yeah. us some excitement yeah. along with the Raiders put on a show and we're within 10 points at the end of that I, I reckon that's a pass mark oh big time um, moral victory it would be great to win the game obviously but yeah, Pompey and, and Kieran coming in, the, we lose a fair bit, I think, with uh, Herbert and Hiku both out of the team. Uh, didn't probably have too many options, although Hayes Perham could have probably added a bit more spark. But 
Yeah. I'm more worried about their matchups. Adam Caron against Curtis Scott, who looked pretty good last week. God, he was real good, wasn't he? Yeah, and, and Pompey opposite um, Nick Kotrick, I believe it will be. So that's one hell of a mismatch. Um, yeah, as we, we talked about um, until we were blue in the face, that yeah, the attack was awful last week. Um, halves obviously really struggled, not through lack of trying, but going, this week they're going up against Jack White and George Williams, who both were outstanding against the Titans. Two line breaks each. Whiten is he's close to the best player in the world. I can't believe I have to say it, but he is right up there. Yeah. Best 5-8 in the game. And that Williams, we've been dogging him. But yeah. he, he played sharp, man. He was, well, he's, yeah, he's a dangerous ball runner and because Whiten is... Competitive little shit. Yeah, yeah. Just scrappy. I would love to have a, a half like him and, and Whiten's kicking game has um, stepped up big time so there's no real concern about him not Williams not being a your typical directing halfback, um, and that forward pack is pretty ominous looking. Papali, um, Joe Tarpany, just a lot of size and mobility. Whitehead, Emre Guler, I thought looked awesome off the bench against the Titans. Did he what? And it was all over the like he was always being talked about. He yeah, was in there. Yeah. Um, so how's this, Tally? Are you out there, Tally? If you're out there, you'd be loving us talking up your team. You know, I was meant to, um, I was going to get him on the, I totally forgot with everything that's going on, I was going to get him on the podcast and ambush you, Jerry Springer style, but uh, <laughs> but I bloody forgot. But uh, yeah, Tally will be all fired Steve, up. Steve, Steve, yeah. Steve, 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 <laughs> he, uh, Steve. He won't be happy that the Warriors, are, that everyone will be, um, you know, they'll be the sentimental favourites, he won't be having a bar of it, so... Um, yeah, sucked in, Tally. Even if you, the, what, the Raiders win by 40 points, everyone's going to think they're just a bunch of yeah. jerks. Um, yeah. The, They'll be like, they're like bullies picking on the, the battling school kid. Yeah. Everyone will band, the whole town will band around, <laughs> boot camp around a town. Um, yeah, I just don't see too many areas where we've got an advantage. No. Uh, the Raiders, obviously, Roger at the back, but uh, up against Chance. First time they've opposed each other, actually, because uh, Chance sat out that final round game last year. Is that right? Yeah. Did Chance, he, he went off injured last week, didn't he? Yeah, he's been named, but I think he is... Well, he had a head knock, so if he got named, I guess he's okay to go. Um, yeah. yeah, Adam Blair into the number 13, opposite big Corey Horsburgh, as, as uh, Tracy called him a giant topper. God. It's a catch-up. The cabbage... Cabbage Patch Kid. Hopefully Blair steps up to the challenge because Horsburgh isn't going to die wondering. We need Blair to get in there and make it personal. Wind him up. Yeah, that's it. I think that's why we get so pissed off with Blair sometimes because sometimes in that Kiwi jersey, he's vicious. Mm, yeah, that's Absolutely right. Absolutely vicious. For the Maldi yeah, All-Stars, he was, he was outstanding. I'm a fan of his. I hope he does well. Needs to... Um, yeah, just bring that same sort of passion and aggression hopefully after the week that they've had we will see some of these guys play like that. Uh, Elisa Katoa, after an outstanding debut, straight into the starting team. Papali yes. of the bench, so that's big news all round. Um, yeah. You know, there's... Uh, I don't know. It, it's hard to frame up a uh, sort of positive preview where the Warriors are likely to win, given yeah. what they yeah. put up last week. But... You know, you never know what these sort of situations can do to a team and a group of players. And 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I reckon, yeah. I think the heads are going to go with Canberra for the tip. Yep. Warriors with their heart. The, the key will be... second up Saturday. Oh, can I just say one more thing? The key, I think, is, is during the, the week, if, if Roger, guys like Blake, Green, Adam Blair, Tohu have been rallying the boys and, um, you know, firing them up, saying, don't worry about it, we're, you know, we're here for the club, for each other, blah, blah, blah. If any of them have been sort of, you know, maybe a bit down on the situation, the younger guys will feed off that and... And uh, they're probably in for a bit of a flogging, but if they've really led the way during the week, you never know what can happen. Yeah, I hope they just haven't been just spent the whole week stand up paddle boarding <laughs> and not taking it seriously and thinking they are on some sort of yeah, Boy Scout um, holiday. Well, we're you know we're we're obviously the um, you know the feel sorry story of this whole thing, which they deservedly are, but you know there's still got a game to play. They've so. still not got to work. They've still got to work. Yeah. Uh, second game on Saturday, Roosters Manly. I don't mind Manly here actually. I know. They weren't great against Melbourne. They just didn't take their chances. But yeah, Roosters a bit off the pace. I think they've got a couple of problems. Oh, this is a tough one, isn't it? Like Oval. I'm going to well. go. Ma- I'm going to go Manly as well. Mm, that like like Art Oval. It's going to be that was meant to be on the Central Coast, but obviously no advantage in taking it up there if there's no fans. So. Uh, the staying, oh, oh, true. Staying, yeah, staying in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's right. That's one thing I forget about. It's. Do you wish Sky would just at least put in like a canned laughter, but a canned cherry? <laughs> just a bit of sound noise in the yeah, middle. Yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah. Quite surely just, must, enough, just a soundtrack of of. Give crowd it as noise. an option. Press the red <laughs> button to put sound noise. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to be tuning in tonight just to see what it's like, um, because the. The one day between Australia and New Zealand last weekend was incredibly weird. That was painful. It was like a um, opposed training session, yeah. wasn't it? Well, I tell you what's weird. Have you watched any um, WCW wrestling? Oh, no. I heard they've, they've That's done weird. That. Yeah, I bet. Because they're there jumping up and down, <laughs> p- trying to p- turn around to pump up the crowd. Everything's for the crowd at that. Yeah. And now they're doing it in this <laughs> empty hall. It's so funny, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah still got to make that money. Uh, I'm I'm gonna tip Manly for the upset here. I yeah, I like them for the win, especially as two dollar fifty underdogs. Just thought we should say also Warriors biggest outsiders of the weekend, unsurprisingly at four dollars ten. Pretty juicy. Four ten to win this. Yeah, Twelve and a half point start. Um, yeah, but Manly, dear, you gonna go? Gonna join me on that one? Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I am. I am going to join you with Manly. The Roosters are a little bit oopsie doopsie at the moment. Mm, yeah, be in for a bit of a. They're always slow. slow they're quite slow starters. Yeah, though, they've the got a terrible. Well, they do have a terrible round one record. Um, mm. Now, last game on Saturday, Cronulla and Melbourne. Cronulla, they just about won that against South last week. They bombed a try right on full time. The young. Uh, Centre replacement, Connor Tracy, should have gone himself and he threw a forward pass instead. Would have tied the game up on full time with Johnson, would have had a kick to win it. Um, and Johnson, absolutely outstanding. So Awesome game. Great, awesome game. great sign for him playing like that in round one. Great sign for him and great sign for the Sharks. A uh, bit of a bogey side for the Storm at times, Cronulla. Yeah, all that said, I'm going Melbourne. Yeah, I'm going Melbourne. Melbourne. 
It's that Jubilee Oval, which is where Sharks are playing out of this year with their stadium getting rebuilt and so forth. Jubilee? Who's this Jubilee? That's the Dragons Sydney ground. Oh, oh Col- Colbra, yeah, okay. Colbra Oval. So is Melbourne still playing games in Melbourne? Uh, yeah, I think so. Just, a, just yeah. a quirk of a draw that their first two were away, but yeah, as far yeah. as I know, until they adopt some sort of magic Cold round system, uh, they'll, I guess the games will be in Melbourne. Seems kind How of... How are you going? Um, I'll, I'll be cheering for the Sharks. Um, but yeah, you'd have to think Melbourne will you'd get the job done. you down to Melbourne. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. First up, Saturday. Sunday. Um, Sunday, sorry. Yeah. First, uh, our first four o'clock game of the season, four o'clock Tigers. Sunday game. Oh no, is it? No, it is actually. We're still on Sunday night game, so this is the six, 6 p.m. That yeah. pesky start time. It's Tigers and Knights. Good. This yeah. is, oh, good. Hmm. That's, That's a good game. Benji, the player of the round last week. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Wound back the clock. Um, superb and got away with a good win they're probably lucky they're playing someone as wasteful as the dragons uh, they'll need to be better because the knights were pretty uh, ominous against the warriors yeah they were I, tigers i like mcguire and he i don't know he he can polish dog shit or tiger shit <laughs> in this case but um yeah i, I like him and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be tipping tigers tip up the knights yeah, I'm more of a Tigers man myself, but I think Newcastle will win this. Just yeah, yeah look Newcastle big and hungry, and I think that their forwards are probably too good. Um, playing the round closer, bit of a fizzer. Another one at, on at Seabus Super Stadium, Gold Coast Titans against Parramatta. What do you reckon? Ah, oh, I. Mm. Who knows? Parrot weren't that convincing. No. Although it was a good game. Yeah. It was a good game, but up there, Gold Coast. Gold Coast had a twenty-minute spell there. I don't know if it was straddling halftime or what. And they were, they were, they looked real good. And even there's a couple. But any Gold Coast got anyone back this week? Yeah, uh, Maiaki Furuaka. They're. Uh, oh, nice. Their big man is back in the seventeen, so that's that's um, pretty big. Tyrone Peachy out. But, oh no, he's, uh, sorry, back to the bench, uh, Peachy, which I think is a good move. Kelly was really good when he came on, Brian Kelly, and he starts at centre. I think that's a better move. Peachy with, for that impact role, uh, Cartwright, the, if you can keep oh, him away from the get rid of him, ball. and Peachy should be playing for him. Yeah, um, he was so, so bad last week. Um, but yeah, Titans are the sort of team that can catch someone on the hop and... Yeah, a bit rusty last I'm, week. I'm gonna go for an upset. I'm going the Goldie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I like the the Titans here too. For some Is that your tipping or your heart? No, I just yeah. And you can get juicy two ninety about it as well. It's very tempting, indeed. Brad, Jeez, if I can, you could get a even with our picks this week, you could get a real good um, any six teams, to any six to win. Yeah. Uh, multi on this one and still get good money. There's a couple of upsets in the making this week. Yeah, there certainly is some value to be had. Um, and that's the round. So we've got two differences. You've gone, you've gone the Knights, I've gone Tigers, and you've gone the Rabbits and I've gone Broncos. Uh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, good round of footy coming up. Interesting. No, no one yeah. understands it's... Just even for the novelty value, this week is going to be 
must-watch TV. Oh, yeah. Um, the only sport. If, if, this, if the NRL can keep this going along with the AFL, they're going to attract a whole new fan base yeah. if they could be the only ones yeah. to stand up during all this. Well, if they can get it broadcast into America, they'll be lapping it up because I've got nothing to watch at the moment. Big for the NRL, I think, that the AFL did eventually decide to kick off this weekend. If AFL had decided to postpone, that wouldn't might have put a bit bit of pressure on the NRL to do the same. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Richmond Carlton tonight, isn't it? Yeah, the traditional season opener. I think they're playing... Do you have an AFL team? Yeah, Melbourne Demons, so they... Are you a Demons fan? Who's the dude with the beard, the blonde beard? Max Gorn, the big, the big. God, he's good, eh? Yeah, yeah. So hoping for a big year for the D's, and uh, a bit of a shout out for the Wellington Phoenix, kind of the forgotten team of the coronavirus, with all the focus on the Warriors. The Phoenix doing the same kind of thing over there in self isolation, couple of buys. Then they'll be straight back into it, and they're having a big, big. These guys have been killing it for about fifteen weeks. Yeah, and get zero media attention. Go yeah. the Phoenix. Good on you, lads. Yeah, so they effectively uh, sealed their final spot. Really looking good for a top two finish. Um, imagine that, and playing in a in the COVID nineteen grand final. That would just be uh, a great story for a team that probably, much like the Warriors, gets a lot of grief for underachieving and struggling every uh, most of the time, but. Yeah. They do. They do. Always got the threat of being mm. kicked out of the competition hanging over them. Yeah. It'd be a nice little bonus. Oh, oh, sweet. Is that us done? This old boy needs a kit. Yeah, yeah. Big day for, for Brad. So we'll let him go, take an early mark. He can go back to the bench for the last five minutes. We're all, we've got it all wrapped up. And, yeah, enjoy the footy, however weird it may be. We'll catch you on the other side of it and tell you what we reckon.